Alexa, tell me about today's episode, That's the Way the World Crumbles. Paula keeps Spencer from seeing Ashley. Aiden tries to bond with Ashley. And we get our saddest episode of the series thus far. Listeners, here we go. Yeah. That's the way the world crumbles. You know what? I didn't realize how like much sadder this episode was than the previous one. Yeah, because the like the big stuff, like the really big thing happened at the end, but this one was like telling us This one was the whole yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the stuff Paula was saying. Bro, I was like I have so many notes on it. Like everything she says and the the guy, the D gayer. Oh, oh my gosh. God. It's just it's like stabs to your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? By the way, my name is Nettie Smith <laughs> and my sister's. You guys name know who is... we are. It's Nisi up in here. Well, you know, some people might start at this episode because it's the most lit. No, they can't. They can, actually. Anyone, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> You know, some people might just be like, well, let me see how they what they say about this episode. And that'll let me know if they're worthy to listen to the other ones. I I do that sometimes. Really? Yeah. So that's that's how, you know, if we can do this one. Great. I think the listeners will trust us. This is a big deal. This episode is a big deal. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff between Paula and Spencer and the DeGayer. I'm sorry, guys. That's what we call him because he's just terrible. So we have to give him like a terrible and name. And that's literally his job is to DeGay her. Yes. But is he really a DeGayer if he hasn't really succeeded? Because I don't feel <laughs> like he has succeeded at his job. I think well, that we don't we'll know. go into We've that. never seen his previous clients or heard of them. He you said know what? That's true. I've never talked to his previous clients. He said so he's a uh, sexual therapy. Reparative therapist. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Do, do those hmm. exist? I feel like those cannot exist they do. in real life. They do exist in real life. They do. What? Um, I've heard some podcasts about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But um, yes, uh, by the way, we're talking. You can tell that we are about to do That's the Way the World Crumbles. Uh, that's the episode we're talking about today. And we are going to be talking about the webisode titled Desperate. Mm-hmm. So that, that's coming your way. Um, just to let you know about my, uh, my week. So I'm in Florida and I'm here uh, visiting family. And apparently in New York, it's like a million degrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm glad I got up out of there because... When I left, it was like a good 95 and humid. The air quality was terrible. And I was like, Lord, just get me to Florida. Just get me to Florida where there's breezes. Yeah, it's cooler in Tampa. But down here in Miami, it'd be hot because we're like more south. Like like you go outside and you just start pouring sweat like, you're, like your pores are peeing? Yeah. Like today I was doing work. I had to walk outside and pass out flyers. And like my shirt was wet and cool because I was sweating. Mm, it just be okay. hot down here like it's just hot okay okay well you know now I, I deal with some stuff in new york apparently it was like 100 and it was a 
heat index of 106 in New York like this past week. Why does it get so hot there? I don't know, but I'm good. A hundred and something in New York? I'm good here (laughs) for now. I go back. And actually, I'm podcasting from Nisi's childhood bedroom. Yeah. She wanted me to let you guys know that. Yep. It was funny. I'm looking around at her uh, Demi Lovato poster. Yes. Um, we got we got Jesus. Yes. We got Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Is that Sia? No, it's not Sia. <laughs> Is that Ellie Golding? Yes. Those aren't even real people. Yes, um, they are. What? Lady Gaga. I think Nicki Minaj is up there, too. Is she still there? Oh, that's just a pink print. Yeah. Got a signed NLT poster. It's probably worth millions now. What? What? There's also another Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez in there, too. It's a small one. Yeah, you're looking towards it right now. Oh, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> there used to be a Chris Brown one, but yeah, I guess I'll see It's old, so I was like, I need like an updated Chris Brown. <laughs> well, yep, that's where I am. That's where I am. Yeah. That's where I am in her, in her childhood bedroom. But anyway, uh, how was your week, Nisi? Um, it was fine. It just started. Um, I went to work today and I go back to work the rest of this week, try to get this money to marry a basketball player because they're not going to marry me if I'm broke. So, yeah. Actually, um, guess what? Aisha Curry was broke, but guess what? I think Steph was also broke. No, Steph was rich. Aisha was broke. His family. His dad is Del oh, yeah. Curry. Wait, but Aisha so they was had, broke? Yeah, she was. She didn't have nothing going for herself. She They just met at some like bible camp or something they they were friends when they were children and he went after her um he, yeah but steph curry was born rich i don't think that counts either because he wasn't a basketball player yet either no but he was still rich <laughs> he had money okay then that counts that counts that's what's up do our listeners care about this <laughs> no not at all please cut all of this out please i don't Every know if i'm gonna cut word. all of it but uh <laughs> so nisi yeah what do you say? Should we begin with this uh, double sad episode? I thought you were going to say, should we get wasted? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> oh, junk. This is get wasted on South of Nowhere. We never said that. But we're here. They know what this is. We are so wasted on South of Nowhere, we forgot to say the intro. I, I yeah, apologize, Yeah, we're so guys. wasted, we forgot. First time listeners, this is rarely ever an occurrence. <laughs> so, Nisa, let's get into this episode, shall we? Let's do it. The episode opens up with the final scenes of the previous episode. Come out, come out, wherever you are. So it's kind of like a recap. Like if they were to say previously on South of Nowhere. Yes, and it's in real time because the last one was in slow-mo, but this is in real time. (laughs) Yes, yes, good point. (laughs) Uh, They start out by driving up to the house from picking up Glenn from the police station Then it shows a quick shot of Paula opening up the door and seeing Ash and Spence together in bed. It's kind of a shorter scene of them coming down the stairs, too. Um, And you actually see uh, Arthur, and he is, like, telling Paula to calm down. Yeah, he's, like, kind of holding her back, too. Yeah, he's trying to, but Paula is just a rabid dog, you know? Mm -hmm. Just yelling and screaming. And I love the way Arthur comes down. He he doesn't care. He has no questions about what's going on. Yeah. He does not even care. He's just like, Paula, stop. Calm down. Yeah, he's like, Paula, stop. He's not like, what happened? He knows what happened. I feel like he knows. <laughs> he was probably ex- like expecting it for a while. And that's why he's like just telling Paula to stop reacting the way she's reacting as opposed to, hey, what's going on here? You know, Arthur don't even care. 
He does not care. He's coming for everybody's Father of the Year award. Bro, this episode, bro, he's the realest one in this episode. He is coming for everybody's Father of the Year award. Yes. Hide your daughters. Hide your father. Oh, I was going to say hide your dads. Hide your sons, too. Hide your sons, because he's going to... He's going to be their father now. I mean, in a, in a non-dirty way. So once Ashley gets pulled out of the house. Paula is grabbing Ashley by the hair and she's like throwing her outside. And um, Arthur comes down and Spencer. And as Paula is disrespecting Ashley, she's like, no, I love her. Yes, That's what Spencer yell yells. That. And I was like, aw. And she says, I just want to be with her. So uh, Paula just kicks it does everything but kick Ashley out of the house. The last thing Ashley yells at Paula is, why are you doing this? And Paula's like, get out of my house. <laughs> yeah. And then she closes the door and Spencer's standing right by the door. And Paula says, you disgust me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. And then Spencer says, I hate you. And then she runs up to her room and then you mm-hmm. see Arthur just stunned. Staring at Paula, Paula yep. like, what the hell did you do? Then we get our credits. What do you got next, Nisi? Um, the next thing I have is they're having breakfast and they're talking to Glenn about how he's going through withdrawal because he don't feel well while he's yep. eating breakfast. And they tell him that he's going to be feeling really poopy for the next few days. Glenn is getting like, he's being treated all nice and sweet, but Spencer is being treated like a literal prisoner because then she comes down the stairs. No, 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 wait, wait, let's not get there first. See, listeners, we're going to, we're going to go through everything here. Um, Yes, the parents are treating this child like he was stricken with some type of cancer. Yeah, he was literally. He's the person who took the pills. And went to jail and went to meet up right. with a drug dealer in the streets. Now, most parents would be like, yo, like, I can't they wouldn't be going this. to school. Yeah, you're not going to school, blah, blah, blah. We're going to talk about him not going to school and Spencer, or him going to school and Spencer not. But the way his parents mm-hmm. are babying him is yeah, just really Yeah, they really odd. were babying most him. Most parents would be like, not like this. <laughs> yeah, um, like, no food, go stay in your room, yeah. no TV. Well, they got to give him food. He's detoxing. He's losing all his fluids and stuff. <laughs> but they got to give him something. Um, but it's weird. It's kind of weird that they're letting him do it cold turkey because that's the worst with no drugs. But I guess, like, if they someone's like, detox, Yeah, like, they can't they could, keep giving it to I him. I think they're trying to teach him a lesson more to show him how it feels. Yeah. So he never does this again. Yeah. So that's why I think they're making him, you know, puke everything up and make him feel bad. Well, he has to puke it all up, but he also doesn't want to eat because he feels like crap. He probably mm-hmm. feels like his stomach is about to bottom out. But yeah, so Clay comes down. Well, they tell Glenn that if he starts to feel bad, he can come on home if he can't tough it out. Yeah. And they said it's so sweet. Like, they're like, oh, you poor yeah. baby. Like, I was if you surprised. don't feel well, like, just come on home. It's fine. Yeah. Hey, they're just so <laughs> nice about it. <laughs> not used to parents being that nice about it. Yeah. After being caught buying drugs and in prison, like. In jail. Uh-uh. Like, we had to come pick you up. Yeah. Clay is like, yeah, uh, hey, we're going to be late for school. He comes downstairs and they let him know. They let Glenn know that he can tough it out or he can come home whenever he feels like it. So then Spencer is going to head out with his, with her brothers. Mm-hmm. And Paula says, Spencer, no, you're not going to school today. You're staying home. 
And they're all like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not funny, but the logic of this is hilarious to me. Yeah. Because it doesn't make one ounce of sense. I don't even know if a real parent would do this. Is this something written for the show? So apparently she thinks that Spencer is so sick that she can't go to school. Yes. Paula literally called her sick. So, listener, you probably know where we're going with this. So, we're going to continue. Hold on. I just want to add, in addition to Spencer not going to school, Paula also said she's not going to work. So, yes, (laughs) because this girl was caught making out with her girlfriend, she's skipping school and the mom is skipping work. They were caught in bed. Yeah. Um, So, another reason she can't go to school is because Ashley is at the school. Yeah. All right. Now... She just dealt with her son, who was literally addicted to drugs. His stomach is literally so weak that he can't even eat breakfast. Okay? Mm -hmm. He's sweating profusely. (laughs) And you're going to go send this kid out into the world? Where he can also get more drugs. He can get more drugs because he's jonesing right now. Any drug dealer that saw this kid would be like, cha-ching! Take advantage of this kid. Oh, yes, of course. But also, if he's weak, he probably going to be puking all day. Mm-hmm. He's dizzy, can't eat and, breakfast, has no strength. And she even said that he'll feel depressed, too. So, like, oh, yeah. he doesn't want to be at school. He could feel depressed. Who knows? He might kill himself in the bathroom. Oh, he could, he that could got puke <laughs> in the bathroom by himself, choke on his own puke, and die. Wait, hold on. Wait. He could pass out from being sweaty and, and malnourished because he's puking up his life and pass out in the hallway hit his head on something and die so much could happen to this kid but you are sending him out into the world (laughs) but But yeah spencer's the one who's so sick she can't go to school honestly how backwards is that like later on in the episode when um arthur takes glenn to the what was it the detox place yes paula should have been the one to go with glenn and arthur should have stayed with spencer that's how it should have been paula wasn't about to let that happen stop but that's how it should have been. But you get what I'm saying, though. It, there's more danger with Glenn leaving the house and going to school than Spencer. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, Glenn could literally die. Yeah. But Spencer will be fine. She will go to school and come home alive. For yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. So Spencer doesn't have to leave school early if she don't Yeah, feel- but there's nothing, there's no danger out there for her. Ashley? <laughs> But your son could literally go get more drugs. He could pass out and die. He could be crossing the street and pass out in the middle of the street, get hit by a truck because he's not in his right mind. Or he could be crossing the street, have to throw up, throw up in the street and get hit by a car. And slip on his own puke and fall down (laughs) and get hit by a car. Like there's so much that could happen to this child and you're sending him out into the world. Come on, Paula. Like, literally, he could have just stayed home that day and stayed in the bed, like, take a nap all day or sleep all day or something. Honestly, that would have been the best. So he can puke when he feels like it. They get him a nice trash can, sit it by the bed. Exactly. That would have been a great solution. Come in and take it in and take it out. Like, yo, Paula is the sick one. (laughs) Paula and Glenn. Well, I mean, obviously Paula is sick. She doesn't understand what's of value at this point. (laughs) And and so is um, Glenn. We'll talk about Glenn later on down the line, the webisode. But um, Glenn is not quite well either in both ways. Yeah. So, of course, Arthur's not on board with Spencer leaving or staying home, which, of course. um, And you know what? Another thing I have to say (laughs) on my soapbox. Yeah, say it. Paula, why is this your problem? 
this isn't your life, Paula. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is Spencer's life. She's not out doing drugs. She's not out hurting herself. She's not out hindering her ability to live. You know, you're not the one dating a woman. (laughs) She is. Let her do her thing and just you be a parent and make sure that she does all the right things in life. Yeah. um, Later on in the episode, uh, when Paula talks to Spencer, she's like, this is just, I don't agree with this lifestyle. I can't live like this. And it's like, Paula, it's not your life and she you're not she can't living. be a part of it yeah like it's like you, who told you who invited you yeah like you have your own life spencer's living yeah, her life exactly you don't see spencer all up in your life you don't have to live like spencer spencer's gonna live like spencer yeah and no one invited you in her life like that like <laughs> she's gonna be the one <laughs> with her wife or whoever she might even not even let her let figure her f- it out yeah exactly if it's something that she wants to do that's not hurting her, I don't see why she can't explore that. I mean, yes, just let her do her. Go off, girl. Spit them facts. Every word was true. <laughs> For real. You said some real stuff. Yeah. Um, even though Arthur's against it, Spencer stays home. And I don't get that because, Arthur, you should have fought for this. Yeah, he said... You're her father. He said, wait a second, we're going to talk about this real quick, but she ended up staying home anyway, so I feel like he yeah. didn't talk that hard. He should have been He should have been like, I'm staying home too. Or he should have been like, you know what, Spencer, don't listen to Paula, go to school. Either that or he should have stayed home to make sure that Paula didn't wild out like she did. <laughs> yeah. So after this whole scene in the morning with all this drama, what do we see? So Aiden is at the gym boxing and Madison shows up. She says, are you imagining that's Kyla? And he's like, no, I don't hit girls. And then uh, Madison's like, you know what? I didn't mean to like spill the beans like that and to like make you mad at Kyla. She's like, I just thought you already knew. Yeah, and I'm like, no, No, you you didn't. didn't mean to hurt their feelings. You did mean to spill the beans and you did mean to ruin them. Aiden said, I don't know any Rick. That should have been the end of it. You should have pulled out oh, right yeah. there. You should have aborted mission right then. If you didn't mean to do this. She knew what she was doing. She did this on purpose. Whatever. Nah, you should have stopped knew. right there. But you kept going. You kept spilling the beans. You poured it all over his head and rubbed him down with him. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, Aiden says that he's done with girls and he's going to go for women now. Yeah, and but then- the way he says it, though. <laughs> <laughs> when i first saw it i was like he's like i'm done and she's like with what he's like with girls and i'm like you're gonna date guys now i thought that too (laughs) i thought that too but i thought he was gonna say it just to be silly and madison just kind of stands there and he's like from now on i'm only dating women i was like oh okay (laughs) he's so silly (laughs) i'm sure we all thought it listeners right yeah for sure but you know madison says sorry he says don't be sorry because he's with women now he's only gonna date women (laughs) goodbye to kyla deuces to kyla and then that's when ashley comes up and asks aiden if he's heard from spencer he says no why and then ashley tells him what happened the previous night or what we assume to be the previous night or weekend. And the only advice that Aiden can really give is a little punching bag therapy. Yes. Pretend the punching bag is Paula. Mm-hmm. And she punches the junk out of that yes. thing. She lays right into it. <laughs> her eyes are down. Her knees are bent. Her arms are, are close by so they can snap back, you know, Bro, snap back. when Aiden said that, Ashley was like, say less, and just went to punching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
He pulls back the bag and Ash says, it's either you or the bag, so put it back. Yeah, right? So next we see Clay and Sean. They're walking down the street, having a typical bro day. Looks like they're having a little bro day. Because they got some cups in their hands, like they just went to lunch. Aww. And they're walking down the street, and Clay is talking about everything that's going wrong in his life. He talks yeah. about Glenn's drug habit, Spencer being caught in bed with Ashley, and says Chelsea won't talk to him. Yeah, his life is, in fact, falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Sean's like, yeah, you know, she has a lot going on, you know, in the, rela- in the relationship. It's tough, and she's going to art school. Then Clay interrupts him and says, Sean, she's pregnant. Yeah. And, of course, Sean is shocked. Shooketh. And doesn't know what to say. Um, When he can finally get the words out, he says, now wouldn't be a good time to talk about using condoms, huh? And Clay's like, not funny. So next, we see Glenn, and he is wigging out at school because he's detoxing at school. He's having problems (laughs) walking down the hall. He's holding on to the poles. People are looking at him like he's crazy. <laughs> Why is he there? Because he's not sick, <sighs> obviously. Well, he obviously is sick. He, he can't even see straight. He's dizzy. He's sweating profusely. Then, get this, he goes into his locker. By the way, I love the POV shots here. It looks really <laughs> warped. I feel like I'm in his brain. I love it. <laughs> he goes into his locker Gets some books out and he pulls out one of those fortune teller things you make in like middle school or high school. Okay. And he reaches in and there's a pill. Oh. And he's looking at it like he's debating whether to take it. See, look at the dangers this kid is approaching. Yeah. But he stares at it for a while and then he just throws it on the ground and stomps on it. Yes, you go, Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> Not for Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> What's Paula doing in this next scene, Lucy? So Paula is on the computer looking for a real-life D-gayer. And there's... Okay, first, first Ashley is calling the phone. Um, Paula has Spencer's phone. She ignores Ashley's call. And there is, like, some creepy behind music playing in the background. Oh, my God. Like, this music <laughs> oh my is, gosh. like, a horror film. Something that I would hear on, like, Forensic Files or something. Like, it was so <laughs> yes, it weird and scary. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I was thinking, like, Nightmare on Elm Street or, like, Halloween. But it's so Forensic it Files. That's creepy. a perfect description. And um, Ashley's phone number has a New Orleans area code. Stop it. You did not pause to screenshot to look well, at this girl's I, phone well, number. I didn't pause that one. That was easy. They showed it oh. up close. And I'm like, <laughs> she lives in L.A. Why does she have a 504 number from New Orleans? Um, I'm pretty sure that has to do with probably one of the producers of the show. But Rick had a, had a 504 number as well. I don't know if it's the same number as Rick, but... That's Hmm. one thing. And then I read about this Crawford Taylor guy um, (laughs) because they do show a shot of the screen, the computer screen that Paul is looking at. There's something if you guys want to look, I'm not going to tell you about what is going on on this screen if you pause it and read. But if you want to see something kind of weird, go ahead and pause and read it. Read all the way (sighs) to the bottom. Now I got to pull my laptop back up to where it says... Don't take I'm gay as an answer or something like that. 
read the paragraph and <laughs> you'll notice something strange. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Um, but yeah, Crawford Taylor is the name of the de Geyer. This is what we're calling him just because we had me and Nisi, whenever we watched this growing up, that's the name we had for this guy. Yeah, that's his it's, name. I'm sorry if it's offensive to anyone, but I, <laughs> we gave him just a name that ridiculous because he's that ridiculous. He specializes in sexual reparative therapy. <laughs> and these these really do exist, guys. I have like done some research on these type of things, and there isn't very many uh, success rates logged for these type of treatments, as you really? probably already know. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's a few things that could happen to a person that has this treatment and it's not positive but a lot of what happens is either people are like yeah i'm cured and then they relapse because this is ingrained or they end up committing suicide because oh they don't they're not living their truth and they they get really depressed so um Live your there's truth, not you guys. very many positive results from something like this she's actually hindering spencer more than helping at this point um but yeah crawford taylor is what paul is looking up you can't change our human basic needs which are for food sex and human interaction you can't you those are imprinted in our our hearts and our minds and our spirits you can't just change that about somebody so once all this creepy music stops (laughs) oh god (laughs) bro um we see arthur going into spencer's room and what's what's going on in this scene nisi so first i wrote Arthur coming through like the realest G on this show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he's talking about how he still loves Spencer and that Paula is, in fact, crazy, but she will get through it. And then I said, Does he really call her crazy? (laughs) He doesn't say the word crazy, but he's like, you know how your mom is. She'll she'll get through it, though. Yes. Yes. And, you know, Spencer's sitting in her closet. Yeah. And he's sitting with her, just comforting her and hugging her. He's in the closet with her. I don't see Paula doing that. Paula would never go in the closet. <laughs> she probably, if she caught Arthur in there, she'd probably divorce him. That's Arthur, some crazy what are you stuff doing that she would do. In the closet. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. <laughs> she would say that to Arthur. Like, and then right, she'll whoa, whoa. say that he disgusts her because he was in yeah, the closet. Mm-hmm. That's how absurd this woman is. I know it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. But she'd probably be like, I just want a divorce. I just want a divorce. Whatever. We'll split the house in half. You take one half. Like, some dumb stuff. Um, uh, Arthur says he loves Spencer, and he could never hate her. Real great guy. Great guy. A1. I don't understand how, like, Arthur is so, like, open to, like, hearing the situations of his children and everything like that, but Paul is not, and they're married. Yeah. It's like, y'all didn't talk about your views before you got married um i don't know well, I, I guess think they we, well, should have yeah you guys need to be on the same page if if arthur's more liberal and paul is more conservative shouldn't y'all have talked about this like i mean i know that i guess arthur i mean i guess glenn was a mistake because i think glenn came first and then came marriage so maybe that's why they're together more but i feel like if you guys have two different viewpoints like that you shouldn't even be married yeah, they're very different. Like, yeah, if Paula's going to freak out because her daughter's gay and and um Arthur is just chilling about it, then yeah, some like they should have either talked about this before or not be together. I think Arthur is 
he basically, as an occupation, he gets paid to like understand people's emotions and things like that better. So I think he has a he has more aptitude for that. And Paula just all she does is patch people up and send them on their way. She doesn't mm-hmm. have any emotions toward people, you know, in her everyday life. So Dang. that could be why she's so cold. I feel like she's like as a doctor who fixes people and saves people's lives that she should feel and emote. Like that stuff is emotional. Like I'm pretty sure she's never mind. I don't, I don't want to get too dark. I think also because, you know, when you're a doctor, sometimes you don't want to get close to your patients because they could die and you don't want to like build a, yeah. build a bond with them. That's true. Yeah, um, I guess that's why Apollo is like so detached. So then after the, they show the scene with um, Arthur, Parther? with Arthur and Spencer, oh, um, they show Paula writing down Doctor Taylor's number at the table, and <laughs> it is an LA area code. Yes, it very oh. much is. So she writes it down, and I guess she's about to call, but she, she couldn't. She just call. Why well, she got to write the number down? She's at the table with the phone. She can- Maybe she doesn't have time right now. Oh, that could be it. But, I mean, what else is she doing? She's not at work. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. She took the day off of work because her daughter's gay. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine calling into work? <laughs> She'd probably just be like, my daughter's sick today. And yes! I gotta take care of her. She wouldn't be like, hey, guys, yeah, Dr. Ben, I can't come in. My daughter's gay. And I, I, gotta, I gotta help her. <laughs> Paula asks uh, Arthur how Spencer's doing. And Arthur says, terrible. Why haven't you talked to her, Paula? Yeah. And she says, because I don't want to say something I'll regret. And then I said, bitch, you just told your own daughter that she disgusts you. GTFOH. She must not regret it, though. Right? That's the thing. That's cold. She hasn't said anything that she regrets. That's the the key. You got to listen. That's crazy that she doesn't regret that. Oh, my gosh. um, You know, he was like, we need to talk. You need to talk to her or whatever. And she's like, oh, you're right. You know, we should talk to a specialist. It was like a special for what? Mm-hmm. To help turn her back, to help save her. And Arthur's like, what? <laughs> what? Arthur is so, like, confused and not about this. Dude, I'm surprised Arthur didn't just straight up go, you know what? You're crazy. I want a divorce. Exactly. That should be like, the name of the episode. That's my retitle. I'm early on it, but, yo, it called <laughs> I want a divorce. <laughs> like, excuse me, you're going too hard about this. I'm going to call the lawyer and we're going to divorce right now. You ever think you married somebody normal and then you find out <laughs> through situations like this that you want a divorce? Yeah. So, um, Paul says it's not natural. And Arthur's like, according to who? Yeah, and she's also like, I don't want people like to hate her and judge her because of this life. And Arthur's like, oh, you mean like you're doing? And then, yeah, she just gets, she's, she's so lost. And you <laughs> know stupid. what? I'm, you know, I'm a part of the mindset of like, like I understand there are people out there that are terrible people and that go around hating people for being different. And that's absolutely horrible. And like yeah. go around killing and beating up people that do this stuff. But part of me thinks that Paula is just misguided because she didn't throw Spencer out. I feel like the way Paula was raised created this person that we see today. <laughs> I feel like it's a lack of education. I don't feel like she literally hates Spencer. I feel like she she honestly thinks she's trying to help this girl. She just mis- miseducated and un- uneducated about the situation. That's yeah, how I like, feel. Yeah, like, I don't think 
Paula hates Spencer because of this. Like, I feel like she actually does want to, like, help her. But the way she's going about this is wrong because, like, yeah, she's shocked that her daughter's gay. But I feel like, I feel like she could have, like, done this better. Like, she didn't need to call a D-gayer. She didn't need to yell at her. She could have been, like, understanding. Right, but the thing is, is Paula is so uneducated. She thinks this is the way to go. She thinks she's doing the right thing because no one's ever told her or taught her how to treat people like this. You know, she thinks we're going to cure you now. Like, that's not how it works, Paula. But she, for some reason, believes this is the answer. She never had interactions with people that were gay. And (laughs) this is how her parents might have told her to deal with this. We find out later about her parents. But I think that's what it is. I still think she's wrong. And I do think she needs to be dealt with i just feel like she is more miseducated than antagonistic but this episode's way more sad than last week's i'm just yeah we have a lot of comments (laughs) oh my god it's emotional man um next we see clay in school and he's calling cecily yeah on his phone and he wants to talk to her because, you know, he's basically in her situation that she was in, you know, I guess 15 years earlier or whatever. Something like and that. And so he needs advice, so he's calling her. Good call, you know. Who knows? Maybe she doesn't have any advice. Maybe she does, but <laughs> she's better to talk to than your actual parents at this point right now because they're dealing with too much. Yeah. So what do you see next? Um, Arthur is walking Glenn to rehab or whatever this is. And he he throws up in a trash can and because, you know, like he's detoxing or whatever. And yeah. and Glenn's like, oh, my gosh, I feel so horrible. I'm about to die. And he's I'm like, like Bro. just kill me. I'm like me. AF. That's that's me as like AF. And like this dude is really about to go to rehab, too. Like, this is serious. They got the junk done quick, too. Like, yeah, this is like a two day turnaround. They must have yeah. called the next. They must have called that night when they got him out of jail <laughs> to set all this up. Yeah, and Arthur is with him, and um, yeah, Spent, or Arthur's out here being like a great dad to both his kids because he's helping Glenn with his detox rehab thing, and he's helping Spencer with like, like with her being sad about like her mom hating her and stuff. So next is uh, Ashley at the Carlin's door. She knocks Ooh. and. Paula answers the door. I guess she doesn't look through the peephole. They don't have a peephole. <laughs> because if she had just looked out the window and saw it was Ashley, she could have just not answered and walked away. But instead, Lame. we get this confrontation. That was a good scene, too. Paula, it is a very good scene. Uh, Ashley says, You want to see Spencer? Well, I'm afraid that's not going to happen. Really? Spencer! Ashley, you are not welcome in my home, so just go. And then Ashley spits some truth. Don't you want her to be happy? Doesn't she deserve that? Which is true, but Paula does not care about that right now. Dang. I felt it. (laughs) She says, I'll stay out here all day and night if I have to, but I'm not going anywhere. And Paula says, well, then I'll have you arrested. Boo. Will you? Yeah, probably. Paula would call the police. She would. She's so so drastic. She can actually do that. That's a, a law. (laughs) um you know if ashley's trying to push in and paula's trying to push her out and she's not leaving that's you know trespassing that's all kinds of charges on ashley but yeah yeah uh spencer comes downstairs and ash says let's just leave yeah paula's like she's not going anywhere and at that point you see crawford 
Taylor come up in the background. He's just driving up. And Ashley says, You can try to keep her away from me, but you cannot keep me away from her, Paula. Watch me. And then she, like, turns on this creepy behind, like, fake <laughs> smile because the D-gayer comes up. Yes. And the creepy music comes back. She pushes Ashley off the steps. Yes. And shuts the door in her face. Like, you put your hand on someone else's child and push them off the stairs? She literally did. Yeah, that could be like a, um assault battery. Just Something. pretending that you tripped and fell down, hit your head? Yeah, say you Get you a bag. Ankle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so she greets Crawford Taylor, and um, he says he's there to get Spencer back to a normal life. These words that they're throwing around, normal, choice. Um, yeah, and like later on he says, we're trying to get you back to a normal lifestyle. And it's like, this is... But who no. says that's a normal lifestyle? Yeah. What book is that from? The Bible that no one pays attention to anymore because we all sin every day? <laughs> Whoa. We all sin every day, Nisi. We Come do, on. but dang. I work on the Sabbaths. <laughs> I eat shellfish. What? I curse. Is that one? I don't know if that's one. But like, I don't know. We all do that stuff. Crawford Taylor in the next scene is basically patronizing Spencer. He's telling her that, you know, you probably had a terrible day. The worst day of your life. Yeah. You know what, Crawford Taylor? You don't get it. You don't care. Stop acting like you care, Crawford. You just want a paycheck. Yeah, and they're sitting around the dining room table having this real therapy session. Like, she is the one on drugs. And then yeah. I was like, Glenn is the one that needs to see a therapist. Oh, he is. Yeah, I've noticed in the next scene. But, like, they were, they did not need to go that hard. It was insane. Uh, Spencer says, well, the other night sucked, too, when Mom walked in. Yeah. And Crawford says that he's helped a lot of people in her condition. <laughs> he's probably lying. <laughs> Well, he has a job doing this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like he wouldn't do this if it wasn't successful. Well, yeah, we did say that we don't we didn't talk to the rest of his clients. So we never talk to these people. I assume that these people that he's quote unquote helped, excuse me, quote helped unquote, Mm -hmm. um, that they are they think they're being cured because they're repressing their feelings. Listen, I'm all for modern science. Like if there was technology or if there were studies that showed that this works i would say you know it would suck that spencer would have to go through this when she has no choice but fine but when you're going out here taking people's money this is like a crazy science they may as well like just pray for her maybe paula should have read the reviews before she called this man i wonder if she did she probably did not she was probably like d gayer i'm calling him right now anyway Back to That's it. I, I know this episode seems all over the place, guys, but <laughs> it's a lot for me. It's a lot. Paula says she just wants Spencer to have the best life she can. Paula, she can't live her best life. Yeah, you're not letting her live. You're sitting here blocking her from doing <laughs> from doing her. Um, I also said, LMAO, this therapist cannot be real. He's trying to. Oh yeah, and then they get into talking about how Paula is like always at work and stuff. And he's trying to diagnose Spencer by saying that she's acting like this because Paula's never there. Then this man says, 
Ashley is a predator. And I'm like, mm-hmm. sir, you don't know Ashley. You've never met her. You've only you heard never a little her. bit. You've only heard a little bit of what Spencer has said about her. How can you call her a predator? First of all, she's not a sexual predator. Like Dr. Taylor, have you been watching the series? Do you understand <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? Have you watched season one? <laughs> no, but here's the thing. He's saying that Spencer's using Ashley as a surrogate for Paula. Yeah. And even Spencer was like, what? No. Well, first off, if if she was looking to replace Paula, wouldn't she choose someone a little older? Someone yeah, closer to Ashley's Paula's mom. age? Yeah, somebody's mom. But not <laughs> not Ashley. <laughs> and also, um, oh, Crawford Taylor says that Paula called him crying. Yeah. Because... She called him crying because she can't understand Spencer's choice. Okay. Now, if this was simply a choice, would you really need to call a doctor like this? <laughs> like, you seem to understand Glenn's choice very well, Paula. True that. And that's worse than Spencer. Yeah, you seem to totally be all right with Glenn's choice. <laughs> Being in love with someone's not a choice anyway. Like, it's like they find you kind of yeah and spencer was like i think the doctor asked her are you in love with ashley and she said yeah and paula was just like yeah she's no well she said spencer said uh love is unconditional it's not you don't just treat someone yeah and then crawford think he got her he -hmm. think he got her so he's like and is your love for ashley unconditional and spencer gives a very positive and definitive yes yeah, she was like, yeah. And Paula, Paula sighs in sadness. Yeah. She did not feel that. What's, what do you have next? Um, it's probably them at the... Um, Arthur and Glenn at the place. Yeah, yeah. So Glenn is in therapy, and the therapist is asking him about his drug use. This is the real therapy session. Yeah, Glenn has a real problem that could kill him. Oh, All right? yeah, for real. So, Tell me why this dude was taking 10 to 12 hydrocodone pills a day. Yeah, he did say that. Was he trying to die? I was going to ask, can you die? Like, obviously, he took them, like, separately throughout the day. I don't Um, care. I don't know how strong they are or what this drug is. Yeah, I don't know what he was trying to do. (laughs) Um, but wowza. Yep, that's the real problem. That's the real Either Odilio. you're trying, like, if you're taking 10 to 12 and your parents are picking up your prescriptions, did you not think they would find out? Bro, I don't know, He must man. have either been trying to die or trying to get caught. There's no in between. Um, so then it cuts back to, um, to Spencer's therapy session and Crawford is trying to figure out why this is happening. Um, he says it's a void for a mother. He's just trying to grasp at straws. He doesn't know. Yeah, he's trying to put stuff together, but he, he didn't even... Like, this is clearly, like, a weird, sketchy therapy session, but when I go to therapy, like, first they ask you about your whole life. They don't just ask you, like, what the problem is right now. This guy just came in and just wanted to know what the problem was now. So he's Ooh. trying to put all these pieces together, like, but he doesn't know. Good he's point. like, yeah, 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 like, your mom hasn't been around, so maybe it's because you want this maternal thing from your friend, blah, blah, blah. But, like, no, like, you're just, like, kind of making this up, sir. Yeah, it does sound like he's making it up as he goes along. And also, Paula... This guy has to be a fake, now that I think of it, because Paula <laughs> called him that very day, minutes before he arrived, remember? He wrote, mm-hmm. She wrote the number down, 
as Arthur was leaving to go take Glenn to his therapy. Okay. So usually when you have someone like this, a therapist, doesn't it take some time to put an appointment? Um, yeah, especially just, for a house call. I yeah, don't Yeah, they don't meet with you like within an hour, like, yeah, I'm on my way. Yeah. Like, to be honest, if his calendar is that clear to where yeah. he can just pop up in an hour and just show up at her house, he's not a good doctor because no one's clamoring at his door. Yeah. If he was a real therapist, he would probably be booked for weeks. Exactly. So that's another clue that shows that this guy is probably a quack because... And the creepy music in the background. <laughs> that's enough. But um, Paula says to Spencer, if you're doing this to try to get back at me, then... I'm like, then what, Paula? <laughs> If she was really trying to do this to get back at you, she would have been trying to let you know what was up. She wouldn't have hid it from you. She would do it in your face so you could feel the pain. Mm. But she hid (laughs) it from you for months. Stop thinking it's about you, Paula. It's not about you. Anyway, um, Spencer says, why can't you just accept me for who I am? (sighs) And then Paula says, because who you are is not acceptable. So rude. I was like, dang. That ain't even right, bro. I mean, wow, this is your child. <laughs> yeah, she just doesn't know. She really doesn't know how to act. She's never, I like you said, she does not have this education. education. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she really hates her kid. I think that she really... She doesn't. She probably is, literally thinks that she's, that Spencer's sick. All right, Crawford Taylor does say that Ash is a predator who exploited her emotions. Oh, my gosh. And um, when she was most vulnerable, Spencer <laughs> says, yes. Like my mom is doing right now. Ooh, she told them. She told them. And then what I really like is the parallels between Glenn's therapy and Spencer's therapy, how they keep bouncing back yeah, and forth. I like that too. Um, I like how after Spencer says, like my mom is doing right now, the therapist leads in with, what you're doing right now is impressive. <laughs> you know how I'm saying? What, like, who's doing right now? Glenn. Oh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They mentioned that um, he should go to therapy three times a week. Wow, that's he a should lot. be good. Oh, my you know? gosh. Well, when you're taking 10 to 12 hydrocodone pills a day. What is he going to talk about three times a week? They'll figure it out. As long as he's not, <laughs> he's not at his dealer's house. <laughs> or in the streets. Or in them streets. <laughs> he says uh, next time, or the lady says next time he has an urge, he should take a second and breathe. And he'd take all the energy that he has toward getting high and put it somewhere else. And the therapist says that helped her. So I guess she was a former addict. It'd be like that, I guess. What do you got next? Aiden and Madison at Gray. They're yeah, talking. Her, her shirt is really nice. I didn't even... Oh, it was like a gray thing? It says gray <laughs> on it. It's really cute. I don't know why they... Ha- I guess she works at a bar. They got to have her wear something kind yeah, of cute and risque. uniform. But, um, yeah, they're there, and they're talking. Um, Aiden is still not talking to Kyla, blah, blah, blah. Ashley comes up to Aiden, and she tells him what's up. So she, like, updates him on what's going on and stuff. Yeah, about the degayer and all that. Yeah. And, yeah, they're talking, and then at the end, yeah, yeah, you can say what they're talking about, I guess. No, we're good. Um, So um, Madison is there, and she's talking to Aiden, and she's mixing drinks, Mm-hmm. is she not mixing drinks i didn't Did you see her mixing what drinks? she was doing i don't know what she was doing if she is mixing drinks she's under 21 she can't mix drinks yeah i don't think they can do that 
Like when you work in a restaurant and they have like the tap or whatever for the beer, you can't serve that if you're like that's what I under thought. Under twenty one or eighteen. Well, I'm pretty I think sure one of them is eighteen. Be, I think it's under twenty one because it's alcohol. Yeah, but yeah. Maybe maybe I don't know all the laws in every state, but I thought that if you're under twenty one, you can't mix drinks. So maybe she isn't mixing drinks. Maybe she was mixing soda. You can't mix soda with what? <laughs> with other soda, you silly. <laughs> so how do you order that? Like, how would you order that? Hey, can I get I a Sprite like and Coke? A Dr Pepper with a a shot of Sprite. Yeah, Dr Pepper with a shot of Sprite. <laughs> Yo, if I was a bartender and someone said that to me, I'd be like, you know what? Get out. You're obviously not twenty one. Get out. Obviously, you're seventeen. <laughs> a shot of Sprite. <laughs> So Aiden is getting a text from Kyla to pick him up from the airport or to pick her up from the airport. I'm like, they got this girl just hanging out at the airport. <laughs> He's just ignoring her text. How Madison she did this. He got, she got that girl stranded at the airport. Listen, how's she going to get home? <laughs> she better call a lift. They got lift oh, over yeah. there. She, better call, she can call a cab, but she got to pay for it. Does she got money? <laughs> I think she has money. Dang, she just Aiden saw her cold. mom like. Huh? Aiden is cold, man. <laughs> yeah, right? Letting her just fend for herself out there in LAX. <laughs> but Ashley does come up, and she says, you know, what happened when she went to see Spencer that day, and that there's a D-gayer there to straighten her out. Mm-hmm. And Aiden's like, for reals? And he's like, listen, just give Paula time to calm down. I'm like, Aiden, how long have you been on the show? <laughs> How long do you think it's going to be before Paula calms down? I guess. Exactly. He doesn't know Paula exactly. like that. He only knows from what Ashley has said to him. I so mean, you don't been know. Over, he's been over at the house. Yeah. But he does get fake Paula. He don't get the real Paula when he... when um. Yeah, for real. So Ashley's like, you could be so stupid sometimes. And Aiden's like, what? What do you want me to say? That you should, you should kidnap her? And Ashley kind of looks up and says... She gets a light bulb above her head. Yes. <laughs> You could be so smart sometimes. And then Ashley kisses Aiden on the cheek. <laughs> and then Madison sees it. And she yes. rolls her eyes and walks And she away. looks so weird. Like, why she looked like that? <laughs> like, she stopped walking and looked at them and looked <laughs> disgusted and then kept walking. Yeah. Yeah. It's like she finally got Kyla off of his back. And now Ashley's moving in. <laughs> See? Yeah, just not, he's not for gets. you. Yeah. He's he's at the bar for the drinks, not for you, Madison. He's there for the Dr. Pepper and Sprite. <laughs> the shot of Sprite. <laughs> Are we going to name that drink the Aiden Dennison? Yeah. Dr. Guys, Pepper guys, with a shot of Sprite. Go to your local and <laughs> order a, uh, what is it? Dr. Pepper Dr. with Pepper. a shot of Sprite. And don't, let me know. Don't pay attention if they look at you weird. Just order it. Just order, just it. order it. And just let me know what your bartender says. Let me know <laughs> what they say to you. And describe their facial expression. Describe their face. <laughs> Send it to us. Get wasted SON on Instagram and yeah. get wasted SON at gmail.com. Twitter, SON wasted. Just let us know. <laughs> the I'm Aiden Dennison. Order the Aiden Dennison. <laughs> so Clay is there. We're silly, man. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn comes back from his counseling session, comes back to the house. Clay is already there. And um, Clay sees Crawford Taylor there, and then Arthur sees Crawford Taylor there. And he asks Clay who that is in there with mom. Clay's like, I don't know. I think it's a therapist. Yeah. And Arthur comes in. He's like, up out my house, though. Up out yes. my house. Arthur Get came in. Up out my house. By the fuck shit up. 
Oh, yeah. He was ready. He was, he yes. Was, see, I have to be careful with my language here because I'm at my parents' house. But, um, <laughs> yes. He comes Arthur in and he came regulates. In with full flex dad mode. He flexed on Crawford. And he was... <laughs> He was way taller, of course. Like Crawford's like four foot nothing, but Arthur came <laughs> up in there with some six foot something. Know what I'm saying that six foot. Yes, he was like Spencer. You don't gotta sit through this. You don't yes. gotta sit through this, Spencer. Dude, get out of my house. And Paula's well, like, Paula, no. She was just about to like she admit was that she has considering a what her life would be like, Arthur. Yeah. No, you want to have some counseling? It's all of us at an appointed time that we all know about. Now, yes, Arthur. Like, clap it back paula did this because she knew she knew it wasn't on the up and up that's why she hid it from arthur she knew that arthur would not be on it and she knew what she was doing was wrong that's why she ain't tell nobody for sure you can't just leave the dad out of this therapy why would you leave the father out all y'all gotta be on the same page they were not but yeah arthur was coming in with those bars and while he was being upset and stuff, the counselor's like, um, can I just say one thing? And Arthur's like, that, that is, is one, one thing. thing. Get out. <laughs> Yo. Bars. Yo, Arthur's a freaking G. He was not. <laughs> he was not with the ish. He was not with the ish. He was not. Yeah. Um, but come on. Are you willing to lose your daughter over this? Over this, Paula? Bruh. Oh, God. Spencer starts to cry and she says, you know, I just want us to all be okay, whatever. And that's the end of the scene pretty much. Well, Arthur hugs her and then someone knocks at the door and Arthur's like, what did he forget now? <laughs> and he's just right. He's seething. He goes to the door and he's like, it's Cecily. Yeah. And he's like, can I help you? He's never seen Cecily before, so he don't know who that is. Yeah. And <laughs> she's like, is Clay home? He's like, yes. Who are you? And she's like, um i'm his mom like duh clay wrong time for your mama to be coming up in here <laughs> oh yeah uh then it shows uh cecily talking to clay in his room yeah so she's looking at pictures and talking to him and everything asking, asking him about his life things like that mm-hmm. she's thanking him for letting her stay in la yeah clay tells cecily that he and chelsea are pregnant <gasps> oh my gosh and Cecily tells him about himself, you know. She wanted a better life for him. And now yeah. he's following in her footsteps, which is terrible. Yeah. This was not supposed to be your life. I understand that she's upset, but she's all like, how could you let this happen? And I'm like, they kind of both let it happen. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, it's her initial, like, she. I feel like she caught herself midway. Like, she started going off on him and then... She she kind of like she kind of sat back and was like, oh, okay. She, she took yeah. a second and then she kind of revised how she was being. So I think she realized how she was talking to him. And then she says, do you love her? And he says, yes, very much. Aww. And she's like, well, I can't tell you what to do. I just got lucky, you know. He's lucky to be in a situation where he loves the girl and she loves him. So they can do yeah. this together. She didn't have nobody. Cecily says she ain't had nobody. Aww. So... Good luck. That's pretty much it. Mm. And uh, Arthur comes in, asks if Cecily would like to stay for dinner. And she stays for dinner. Again, Arthur being a real one. Yeah. I wonder what that dinner was like. (laughs) Considering the day they had. Oh my gosh, all the problems they got today. I'd be like, you know what? I'll take a rain check. (laughs) Actually, make me to-go plate. 
<laughs> right? So Paula, Paula is showing how she lost her whole mind in this uh, kitchen scene. You remember Bro. this kitchen scene? Spencer's in the kitchen doing her, and Paula comes in, trying to be all nice and sweet. And she's like, Spencer, you remember that one time when you were six? And I'm like, Paula, Spencer does not want to hear about when she was six. But she tells this story about, like, how they were at the fair or whatever, and some dude put cotton candy in her hair. A little boy. A little boy did it. Some little boy. Don't say a dude. It sounds like a grown man. (laughs) I mean, still a A little boy did it. A little dude. little dude. And she was like, Mom, why did he do that? And Paula was all like, because he likes you. And then Paula's like, I want that little girl back. Like, I wish that little girl was here. And Spencer's like, um, I'm grown now. I'm not a little girl. She's like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. By the way, this kid sounds like a butthole. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, clearly the six-year-old did not have any home training and has awful parents because they did not tell him to not be putting cotton candy in little girl's hair. Yeah, that's just... What is that kid doing now? Is he is he in juvie? Because... In jail, probably, for real. Um, Paul says that all the dreams she had for Spence, wedding, kids, family vacations... Okay, so she can't go on vacation now because she gay? She can have kids. She can have kids, a wedding, and family vacations. Yeah, they can still go to the family thing. Who says y'all can't go no more? <laughs> Just because she's gay, she can't go? Oh, <laughs> this is what I'm saying, bro. Like, this lady is so twisted. Yeah. So she can have a wedding. She can have kids. She can have family vacations. It may not be the way you want them. She can do anything gay that she can do straight. Right on. <laughs> so... I don't get, and, the, and I think what she means is like the wedding that Paula Paula uh, imagined in her head isn't gonna yeah. happen. Okay, Paula, it ain't your wedding. Stop. Yeah, you already had your wedding. It's, you already had it's yours. Time for it's no else's. more. No more. And then family vacations. Okay, so you're gonna go on a family vacation with her and her girlfriend or wife. Okay, y'all can still hang out by the pool. Yeah, y'all can it's still literally go to the just beach. another person. It's another it's person it to go with you. <laughs> yeah, and kids. Who says she can't still get pregnant and have kids? Who says she can't adopt? Yeah. Didn't you adopt Clay? They did. Oh my gosh, oh they my did. God. This is just frustrating to me. <laughs> Listeners, I'm sorry if this seems unorganized. <laughs> this episode. We just, just have a lot of feelings and things to say about this. A lot this. of emotions. A lot of emotions. This is going to be tough to edit, I can tell you right now. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to need some coffee. I might go get a Cuban sandwich. We got Cuban sandwiches in New York. That's all the way up there. I'm not in New York, so. Oh, I forgot. I'm in your bedroom. I forgot, and I'm looking right at it. (laughs) Um, anyway, um, yeah. Apparently, Paula thinks that those things will disappear now that she's gay, and she said also life is hard for people who make that choice. And I, I love their, I love and hate their usage of the word choice because it's just so absurd. And she says it's a life she can't be a part of. Yeah. And again, it's not your life, Paula. You have your it's own not life. Your life. It's not your life. You don't have to be, I mean, she wants, she can be a part of her daughter's life, but like, yeah, but it ain't your life. You're not marrying her. She's marrying somebody else. Yeah, you don't have to be a part of the like her gay life. Like you're not marrying her girlfriend. Yeah. Like you don't have to react that hard. <laughs> She's still trying to figure out her life. Let her figure it out. Like stop acting like 
Oh God. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, Pusa. she's Paula. Pusa. Paula's making Spencer be someone who she's not trying to be. No, she's trying to make Spencer the person she wants her to be. Like she's not yeah. letting Spencer make any of her own decisions. I can understand if Spencer yeah. was doing something that was going to kill her or make like her drugs. die or yeah, like like fine like what y'all are doing for glenn is great and i appreciate <laughs> the fact that y'all are taking him to therapy and y'all are getting him clean it's just hard to see it from paul's perspective i mean wouldn't you love your child no matter what as long as she's not killing herself yeah bro that's what i but thought some people are like i know that some people are like the bible says that gay is wrong and like they don't want to get like shot down by god but it also apparently it also says that you should love all people and like your neighbors and stuff. So right, even if they right, are exactly. gay, you should still love them. Even though like yep. the gay part is wrong, quote unquote. It also says not to judge in the Bible too. Yeah, so. and all Paula does is judge. That's all, all she, she does. does. That's all, she That's does. all she's been doing for two You're seasons. You're sitting there going against the Bible every day, Paula. Why? Why do you care what Spencer does? And she you, committed, oh my God, adulterer! She you committed adulterer? adultery. You so okay. So who's sinning now, Paula? She probably never even confessed and like asked for forget. Let me stop because I'm going too hard. <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm in rude. my parents' house right now. I can't say the words I want to say because my <laughs> parents are in like the next room. I can't. I can't believe you, Paula. Anyway, right? After Paula's last line, Spencer goes up to her room and she looks really sad. Like she starts to cry in her bed. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Then it's... Ashley and Aiden outside. They are throwing rocks at her window. And um, I like this part because when Spencer opens the window, it reminds me of Romeo and Juliet when Romeo was in the yes. pool and Juliet was talking to him from the balcony. That yes. was cute. That's what it looked like when Spencer opened her Light window. Through yonder y- window breaks. It is yeah. the sun. It is the east and Juliet, Juliet is, the, is sun. the sun. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Ashley is holding a sign that says we're running away, which is really cute. And her smile and is so big. She looks so happy. <laughs> yeah. And Aiden, Aiden is, let me tell you about how loyal a friend Aiden is. Yes. He, he is that friend that is like that. Another friend will say, Hey, like we need to go possibly like hide a body or something. Are you down? And Aiden will just say, yeah. Cause he came with <laughs> Ashley with this ladder and was like, yeah, no. I'll come over to Spencer's house with this ladder. No problem. And so, yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, the only thing I can say is like, so uh, Aiden has the ladder. And I mm-hmm. think there's some rope on it. But um, he takes the ladder over to her window. He puts it against the window. Mm-hmm. He walks away from the ladder and mm-hmm. Ashley points to the ladder. <laughs> okay, is someone going to hold the ladder for the girl so she can come down safely? I think that's fine. They don't need to hold it. She's fine. Yeah, Spencer's fine. They need to make sure Spencer's the ladder don't fine. fall. It's make not sure going to fall. Don't fall. How's it going to fall? Spencer is fine. It, oh my God. Yo, Spencer be, is a. She's fine. <laughs> yo, in case the thing starts shaking and fall down while she on it, then she can't run away because she'll be in a hospital and then Paula's going to see it. And then she'll never have to. She'll never get to see Ashley ever again. They're gonna or have to Aiden. move back to Ohio after this <laughs> no, point. No, I'm moving back to Ohio. I want a divorce, and I'm moving back to Ohio. <laughs> it's all your fault, Arthur. Um, but yeah, I actually when I watched this, I watched this a few times for this episode, and I almost teared up at Aiden's involvement. Like, yeah, it's like wow. I mean, although I know that these are like. 16 17 year old girls that don't have no money and this is doomed to fail 
Mm-hmm. I admire Aiden for, you know, putting all his history aside with both of these girls and just mm-hmm. being an amazing friend. Yeah, that was you really know? nice of Aiden. That was sweet of him. Just being an amazing guy and just coming through and just being there for these girls and realizing that they want to be together and he wants to do what he can to help. So, Aw, Aiden, you're a real one. We need more friends That's like really Aiden. sweet of you, man. Oh, man, I just love stuff like that. So their plan is to run away, which is very sad because the fact that they feel like their life is so hopeless that the only thing they can think of is to run away. Yeah, they can't be themselves at their own house. Um, toward the end, um, they show a montage of everybody going through what they're going through. Yeah. Glenn is it really shows, going through it. He, yeah, Glenn is... I feel kind of bad for him. I was like, Glenn uh-huh. has the cold sweats. So he's going through a lot. He's, he's sweating. He's cold. He's hot. He doesn't know what he is. He has the covers on him, but he's off. He takes them off and on and puts them on. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Cecily and Claire are hugging by the door. She's leaving, saying mm-hmm. goodbye. Parthers in the kitchen and they're holding hands in solidarity or so we think (laughs) (laughs) solidarity yeah and then it goes back to ashley spencer and aiden aiden took ashley and spencer in his car and drove to another place that has ashley's car then spencer and ashley get inside and they drive off he's like friar lawrence aiden's like friar lawrence my (laughs) gosh yes i just thought of that who did this tom lynch <laughs> and them yo y'all are smart y'all smart i appreciate y'all y'all are y'all real smart so spencer and ashley get inside and they drive off um i don't know where they're gonna go because they're teenagers with no money so i, I don't actually sure got a couple dollars this is just a statement. I'm sure this is just like a, they're running away to make a statement, not to literally go and start a life together. Girl, ain't nobody making a statement. They're just going on a drive together. What? You're dumb. They're, they're mad at their parents. They're making a statement that they want to be together. That's why they're yeah. doing this. They're not just going yeah. on a drive to go get donuts and twisty treat. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so they drive off into the night and then we get our Thomas W. Lynch. The genius. What is your favorite line, Nisi? Girl, my favorite line is definitely when the D-Gayer was like, can I say one thing? And Arthur came in with them bars and he was like, that is one thing. Get out. Because <laughs> he, he did have to snap that hard. He had to snap yeah. that hard. Mm-hmm. About my house. Anyway, um, Yours. what's my line? I liked, man, there's so many that Ashley said. Mm-hmm. I like, I want to see Spencer. I like the way she said that. Um, yeah. I like, um, you can try to keep her away from me, but you can't keep me away from her, Paula. Mm-hmm. Um, I like when Aiden says, uh, what do you want me to do? Tell you that you should kidnap her? Something? I like that one, too. Yeah, that one was all right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but Ashley really did have some bars. <laughs> they all, yeah. She had bars and Arthur had bars. She says Paula like Paula. Yeah, because she's trash. And so, uh, if you could retitle this episode, it is called That's the Way the World Crumbles. But if you could call it something else, what would you name it? Um, You know, honestly, I'd probably call it Juliet and Juliet Part 2 or Romeo and Juliet Part 2. Because it was really like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did say I'd call it I Want a Divorce. Mm-hmm. 
because, you know, not only can Arthur divorce Paula, but Spencer can divorce her parents. Yeah, but we don't want her to divorce Arthur. I mean, she could divorce Paula. Keep can Arthur. they do that? Do they do that in the world? I don't know if you Will can you? do one parent. I don't think you can do one parent, especially if they live together. Well, I guess if Paula and Arthur divorced, then one of them, then and then she got, um, Arthur got custody of the kids, then she could divorce from her. Maybe. Or Maybe she if, wouldn't need to. Or if they, uh, Arthur got divorced and for some reason Paula made Spencer stay with her, then Spencer could divorce her. And like, I think that could work. I think that could she work. She could divorce her and stay with Arthur. Yeah, I think that could work. <laughs> We're um, saying divorce. What's another line? The parents. <laughs> what's another? I like, um, what's another one? The breakout. We'll break out. Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. Uh, what's the other one? Um, Bonnie and Clyde. Would be a good or, one um, as well. Shirani and Rihanna. Shirani. <laughs> Speak Use your up. outside voice. <laughs> All right. So those are my choices for the retitle. And um, mm-hmm. we now have a webisode called Desperate that is just as heartbreaking yeah. as the episode. This made me so mad. Oh, my gosh. It made me so mad. This is uh, like a deleted scene, I would guess, or alternate footage. I think deleted. I'd say alternate footage because it shows from the outside of the house while... Um, Crawford Taylor's in there talking to Paula and Spencer. You want to start it off or? So, yes, this webisode starts with Ashley sitting in her car and um, she's talking about how she feels desperate. Haha, the name of the webisode, because she's sitting outside of Spencer's house, just feeling and waiting for, I guess, waiting. I don't know what she's waiting for, but she's feeling she's sad about everything that happened. And then um, she sees Glenn and Arthur walking up to the house and then Glenn looks at her and she freaks out and then Glenn Here's comes what over happens. to the- Okay. I'm sorry, Nisi. I I'm I'm way more to script. Um So this scene actually takes place um after Ashley's been kicked off of the stoop from trying to see Spencer. So instead of go home, like like Paula said, mm. she's sitting out in the driveway. She said she'd been sitting out there for like over an hour. I'm like, dang, you really are desperate. <laughs> too hot for all that she did say she was gonna stay out there all day and night so she wasn't lying she yeah she wasn't lying i thought that she was uh i thought she was bluffing but she wasn't thought she was capping i thought she was capping (laughs) so glenn and arthur come up from glenn's therapy session so they come back into the house we saw them come back into the house before when they saw crawford taylor but this is what happened before they walked in so Glenn sees Ashley sitting there. He's about to go in and then he tells Arthur, one second, please. Mm-hmm. He goes and he walks over to Ashley's car. And he and let me what is up with Glenn? This is literally a Paula Jr. Like Paul Diet Paula. Zero calorie Paula. Yeah. He looks so menacing. It's a really good shot to show that him standing over the car, like the the camera sitting in the passenger seat, probably in the center console, and it's just pointing up at Glenn, and he just looks very menacing and tall over yeah. Ashley. He was made and, to look tough, but he's not really tough. Oh no, he's not. But he it looks it sounds like he's trying hard to make his voice deep to yeah. scare her. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Can I help you? 
And yeah. she's like, hey, Glenn. <laughs> and he basically tells her to get out. And he says, like, you're turning my sister into a damn lesbian, just like yeah. you. Yeah, and he's like, my sister's all, like, nice and sweet, and I'm not going to let you turn her and all this stuff. And he's like, listen, I like girl on girl as much as the next guy, but not my sister. Which is a stupid thing to say. Now, that sounds ridiculous. Like, what's yeah. wrong with you? There's something wrong with you. Um, Ashley's fighting back tears the whole time. Yeah. And he says that. Now, this line here. You must have, I don't know if you, boy, he says, <laughs> Ashley is ruining his family and making their family a train wreck. Okay, so it's not your drug use and the fact that you got put in jail while your parents were having an, an interesting and fun vacation that they had to come back home and bail you out. It's not that that's making your family a train wreck, huh? It's Ashley. So Ashley's the one that got Glenn into drugs. She got him in the streets to buy the drugs. She got him into prison. And I guess um, I guess Ashley got Chelsea pregnant too, huh? I was just about to say she got that girl <laughs> pregnant. She uh, made Clay find his mom. Like whatever Glenn, they have going on. You're the on. one causing the most problems in your family. Your parents had to stop their fun vacation to drive all the way back to bail you out. Stop acting like you're not the problem. He acts yeah. like he's above the situation that Spencer's in. Stop that. Yeah. So then Ashley starts to cry. And he says, don't cry, just leave. And then that's when... Um, she actually well, left. Before that, Arthur is like, Glenn, come on. Like, what's going on? He's like, one second. Mm-hmm. So Arthur's just standing back there, like, far away. He can barely hear what's going on. Arthur just wants to go inside the house, bro. He just wants to go in. That's all he wants to do. <laughs> He's probably tired AF from dealing with all this mess. He just and wants to so, go inside. Um, Glenn's like, we're done here. And then, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> Ashley says, you're, you're no better than your mom. And he goes, wait, watch it, Ashley. Watch it. I mean, it. she ain't I wrong. Mean, she ain't lying. I, I see she no lies. Ain't wrong. Yeah. Do you see lies, Nisi? I don't think I saw any lies. There were no I, lies detected. I couldn't spot it. But she's about to leave. And Arthur is such a great guy. He's like, hey, yeah. Ashley. Hey. He's like, she's like, hey, Mr. C. Aww. He's like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just leaving. <laughs> and that's the end of it. Dang, Bro, Arthur's so why sweet. she really left? That just made Glenn I mean, so happy. Like, she should have just stayed there and cried. Glenn was just menacing at her. Mm-mm. Don't God, let Glenn was, like, scare you. at nobody. the mouth. <laughs> God. I can't believe she really left, though. I love Ashley, that Arthur doesn't have that. the same feelings toward Ashley that Glenn and Paula have. Like, Oh, yeah, for Glenn, sure. Arthur knows exactly what's going on in his house, and he's still there saying hello to Ashley and making Arthur sure she's knows okay. Arthur that the family is the problem and that Ashley didn't do nothing to their family, I'm unlike sure. Paula and Glenn. I'm pretty sure Arthur knows that Paula's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. But yeah, that's the end of the webisode, and it just ends like that. And so mm-hmm. that concludes our uh, detailing of... That's the way the world crumbles and desperate. Yep, yep. Yeah, that was a that was a tough one, man. Uh, I didn't think that I would be, Lord, I didn't think I'd be challenged like that. <laughs> like to be honest, when I was doing or starting out this podcast, like this whole series of podcasts, 
I knew that I'd get to this episode and I knew I'd get to um, come out, come out wherever you are. I didn't know I'd have this much emotion toward it. Mm -hmm. I knew that it would be a deep dive, but I didn't know I'd be this angry. (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of made me feel like my head was spinning because it was just so absurd the way Paula was acting. It was like an SNL sketch or something like that. (laughs) It's weird. Like I was like, this can't be real. So opposite. Yeah. And you know, parents do act like this. There are parents out there that act like this. That's the worst part. Let's see what's on the docket for next week. Mm -hmm. Hopefully something a little more happy. Um, Let's see what's on deck. So what we have on deck for next week is objects may be closer than they appear. That is the name of the episode. Spencer and Ashley are hitting the road. Oh, so they are going on a drive. Haha. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. They head on out on the road to just kind of like be on the road. And then Paula poops a brick. <laughs> what? Because she realizes Spencer's gone. Oh my gosh. And the webisode is called Roadside Attraction. Ooh. And that webisode is more of Spencer and Ashley's travels. Cool. So if you guys are interested in hearing what happens in those episodes and what we say about it, please come back next week and listen to us. Yes. And rate and subscribe and head over to our social media. Follow us if you haven't. And also let us know what you think about what we're doing. We have Twitter at SON Wasted. We have uh, Instagram, Get Wasted SON. And we have an email address, getwastedson at gmail.com. Yeah. So let us know how we're doing, you know? I want to hear from you. We do hear from you guys sometimes. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, I do respond as much as I can. So uh, thank you for that. And that's pretty much it. Live your life, guys. Don't let nobody stop you from being yes. great. Live as your life. you're not hurting nobody. Go ahead and do your thing, man. Be it ain't yourself. none of my business. It ain't none of nobody's business. It ain't none of Paula's business, definitely. Yes. And so, always mind your own business. Oh yeah, please. If I mean I know we don't gotta tell our listeners that, but <laughs> if for Just some for a friendly reason, reminder. Right? Anywho, we need I, I need like a drink or something. I'm gonna get some <laughs> food. I'm gonna get something hearty. Might watch the mess for you to calm down from this because this is a lot for me. Yeah. My name is Nettie, guys. My name is Nettie. I'm Nisi. And I thank you once again for joining us for Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. We'll see you next week. Stay Bye-bye. wasted. Oh, In the man. future. Dude. Season two? Whoa. <laughs>